0: We are live. It is 3.03 p.m. Central Standard Time in the U.S., 9.03 p.m. BST in the U.K. It's the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe coming to you live. Hey. Sunday, April 23rd, 2023. We do have a guest. Uh, It's going to be Patar, but he's driving home from somewhere, I think Wales.
1: Somewhere in Wales, yeah.
0: Somewhere in Wales. I don't know. It sounds far, but it's the U.K., so nothing's really that big. It's not that far.
1: No, it, it'll be with traffic. us But it'll I mean, be with it's like
0: 9 o'clock at night, so hopefully it's there's not too much traffic at 9 p.m. on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, it should be pretty clear. He'll be with us soon, I'm sure. Yeah, so I'm
0: sure. anyway, so he'll he'll swing on by, and uh, we appreciate him coming on in. And uh, I guess we'll get started with the uh, first of business. How was your week? Did okay?
1: Yeah, it's been all right. It's been all right. Um, Usual, usual work. Come home, eat dinner, go to bed. Work. <laughs> you know how it That's goes. It. You've got some more interesting stories over your um, fine den.
0: Yeah, Let's hear so, about it. So, well, first of all, I want to talk about the fact that St. Louis FC was up 1-0. Yeah, I see extra that. Extra time. Two minutes in extra time. and, they and scored Drew. The Drew. Oh, God, man. it. Oh, was, it
1: Colorado? was it Colorado? Colorado
0: FC, yeah. Yeah, they're not a
1: bad side, though.
0: Oh, man. It drove me. No, it was a good match. But, Jesus, man, I hate giving up a goal. In extra time, and oh, it sucks. Oh well. Well, good luck. Good on that. And they they pulled it to a draw, so they get a point, and that's how going
1: to go well. So. Talking of football quickly, or soccer, uh, Arsenal, <laughs> they went 3 1 down against uh, bottom of the league, Southampton, um, oh. Wednesday. We managed to pull it back to a free all draw, but that's three draws on the trot now, so not good for our title hopes, but um, yeah. Yeah, let's move swiftly on from football.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, if you had playoffs, it wouldn't matter, but you guys don't have playoffs. No.
1: So. Nah. Nope, certainly no. not.
0: No playoffs. Okay, so.
1: Everyone's asking where the hat is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Where is the hat?
1: Okay, let's not disappoint people. Let's... There we, there we go. go, guys. There we go.
0: Right. <laughs> so he's got the hat, so now we can we can properly begin. So, yeah, so uh, LaShawn, uh, holler at your boy, finally sent me over the uh, the fine end. And Beautiful. it's awesome. I can't make phone calls with it. Uh, I tried Mint lot. Mobile. Can't can't connect. It connects to their data. I can get data, but I can't send a text message. And I contacted their support, and they tried to tell me that uh, Mint Mobile is not. Uh, Mint Mobile doesn't support Oppo. Uh, to which, on the live chat, I went to their website, screenshotted it, and sent it to the <laughs> agent that was on. I said, "Really? Well, then what's this? Oh, well, we'll send it to our second level support folks, and they'll." Uh, they'll be in touch that was you wednesday. know what
1: you know what he did he said that and went uh bye-bye
0: yeah so that was wednesday they'll send an email when they let me know and this is now sunday yeah. so yeah
1: that email's not coming
0: that email's not coming so i'm not exactly excited about it no is good, but that that customer well the person just flat out either didn't know or lied to me and thought i was stupid or, was like, both. Oh, or
1: both. both or thing both is, thing is so sam you get a different customer service guy after that or, lady, obviously, might not be a guy. You get a different person and they know what they're talking about. They're really helpful. It's just down to the person you got. That's what it's like with customer right. service.
0: Yeah. And so I get that. So, but, um, so it's not, not anyways, a good. look. So I figured, well, maybe it's because then I put it in my moto, fires right up. I put it in my duo, fires right up, works perfectly fine. Res, you know, it resolves the APN, says wholesale, ferment, all that, man, works perfectly, like a chime. Like, I mean, perfectly. Then so I thought, like, okay so I did I was like well screw it since I'm out shopping for people I figured and I let Gigi know and she said I've had no problems with it and and so did Lashawn so I was like okay so I went over to T Mobile just walked into a store and just said hey I'm bringing my own device I'm gonna start an account got a sim worked perfectly fine for about three hours and then so, so weird so, so weird. I don't know if it's at home so what I'm gonna do today is I'm gonna bring it with me when I go to my parents' house today they live in West County. St. Louis, okay. very, where the coverage is magnificent, and I'm going to see if it if it has to do with that because if it is that, then I'm still screwed because I can't not receive phone calls at home. That's just not going to work.
1: So you still have a 14 day call enough period, right? You can well um...
0: yeah, I mean I could just well I've already prepaid for the month. So worst case, if I cancel the service, they'll just refund me. Yeah, the thirty-seven dollars. But you ported yeah. your number
1: over, didn't you? So
0: yeah, so I can just wait and port it back. It's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not a big deal these days. It used to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, so all I do is just get a code for AT and T, and then just have a unlock. Code. But I mean, I'm going to keep the T-Mobile um, for right now because this again, the fine net isn't mine. I was just basically testing out. and stuff. yeah. Dude, it, it is. I and this is just my opinion, so I'll just say this, and I know I'm, I'm going to get hate and disagreement from people this to me from for what I like as far as form factor and build quality is much better than the fold four
1: just very mm-hmm. well for the pixel fold because it's yeah be yeah. I mean, similar
0: it's yeah it's it's I love it I mean I compared to, and I've had the full well to be fair with you um I've had the fold three I didn't have the four so you know I maybe it's a little different but it's just not a great as, deal a difference right just as far as the size And the the build quality of this and the way that the screen is a little shorter and wider. and when you open it up, yeah, it doesn't display Instagram. It's got some letterboxing and stuff. But to me, this is so much better. And Mm. the crease is non-existent. I mean, you cannot. I mean, you can kind of see it when it's off and you kind of turn it. And that's the first one, right?
1: That's the first one, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's it's awesome. Like this, this, it just, it drives me so crazy that I cannot get the damn SIM to work. I can't make calls. So, Barry's in the chat. I know, and so anyway, um, this is that's nothing to do against Barry, but man, I'm not exactly happy with Mint's customer service at this
1: point. Um, Barry, Barry will sort it out for you, I'm sure.
2: Well, See, I mean, well, I did you check the
1: there. bands? No, but say it in the um, device and with T Mobile. Yeah. Did you check well, the bands?
0: Well, here's the thing LaShawn and Gigi both use T Mobile Sims in it. and it Oh, they use T
1: Mobile. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it works fine. So it's not a band thing. It's not the phone. The phone's not broke. It's just I think the only time I've had issues with it was at, I've been at home. So I'm mm. thinking maybe it's because I'm at my house. But the problem is, if it is that problem, then
1: no, I but it think worked it in your work. it worked in your moto though. So it yeah, can't it be your house. Moto,
0: yeah, it works in my yes. moto. I put the sim in my moto, fires up, great calls. When I put it in my duo, it fires right up and even puts the correct ap, you know, the right and when I use the Mint, it uses. It says wholesale, right? It says the right APN. It's all good. Mm. Works Works without a chart, we're, we're not a problem. No hiccups at all. The find end. Mint never worked on it. And then T-Mobile worked in the store for the first two or three hours. And then when I left, I got home and my daughter had to call me on Telegram because she said, actually, hey, I try to call your number. It, it doesn't work.
1: Disappointing. So,
0: yeah, it's, it kind of sucks, but – and then, of course, I put the AT&T SIM in it, and I'm not even going to try to call them because they're going to tell me we're, we're not going to touch that thing. So they're not going to support it, so that's fine, Um, which is kind of – what so it makes me – it puts me in a quandary. So I'm like, okay, well, wonder if I get like a Xiaomi. Will that work? Or,
1: yeah, it does put you off a bit, doesn't it?
0: Right. I'm like, well – the whole point to get Mobile Mint and T-Mobile was so that way I can go back to using Xiaomi and Oppo and Vivo and Realme and all those other kind of mm. non-US-based phones, right? Well, if I can't get the, the SIM to resolve where it can't make phone calls, then I'm just going to go back to AT&T and just be done with it um, because that's where all my accounts are. I might go to back to Mint, but I can't use the Oppo. I'll have to use something else.
1: Yeah, uh, Talk to Barry afterwards. I'm sure he'll... Um help you out oh i've lost sam he's turned into a just a chair he's back
0: <laughs> so i let the dog out.
1: who let the dogs out of course i said that you i knew you were going to do it you just yeah right of course it had to be done
0: <laughs> so it's kind of disappointing but it's whatever so um yeah so probably i'll see how it goes and then if not then i'll send the phone back to Gigi. but um like but you like the phone,
1: though. That's, that's...
0: Oh, the phone's awesome! Like, I really, as far as a foldable, I think this is the way to go. And if, and if the, the Pixel Fold is like this style and it's like this form factor and everything like that, I um, yeah, I'd, I'd be highly interested in it. Um, getting it, obviously, because it's a Pixel. But um, mm. we'll see. I'm back but on. Now, I'm
1: back on my Pixel now. My yeah. sim is back in the Pixel.
0: Right. you get because you, you sent the other one to uh, um.
1: Dan, yeah, well, I'm sending it Tuesday. I'm going to send it on my day off. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So Barry's going to yeah. give me the hookup. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on. Oppo fo- yes, Oppo foldable, Simon. Yeah, yeah, Oppo Find N. So, yeah, we'll see.
1: Scoop. See, yep. see, everyone says Oppo, but I've heard it's actually called Oppo. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, mm. Who wants to clear that up? Anyone? Yeah. I've always said Oppo, but I've heard yeah. it's Oppo.
0: Oppo. Oh, well, I heard. I, te- I heard to Tech Alter.
1: Oppo. Yeah. yeah, but it's not English, is it? No. It's not. Uh, yeah. I heard, tech, I heard Tech. I heard Tech Um, call it Oppo. Yeah. And um, Ted he Salmon calls that? it Oppo.
0: Okay. Well, then. Well, they're. Yeah. Well, they're both European. So maybe that's an English thing, or a European thing, or an American pronunciation to it. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh no. It's aluminium, right?
1: Aluminium. Yeah, aluminium frame. <laughs> it's actually
0: Oppa Covenant style. That's what, that's what,
1: yeah. Oppa Covenant is style. Actually,
0: what is, isn't that Father? Isn't it and Korean, right? So Oppa? Gigi's okay. in the chat. So Gigi. Yeah, yeah she's the owner of. Reggie's having second. some
1: problems. <laughs> yeah. Poor Reggie.
0: So, yeah, so I, I'm not sure, but he, uh, Looks like earlier, uh, Barry gave me a little Mint mobile and tag Alex. So he said that's their tier one support. You shouldn't. Yeah, I should have. I know. I, I mean, that's what's driving me nuts. Are you really sure? Um. Hmm. Yeah. She's heard it pronounced both ways. And, uh, and Simon says Chinese phones tend to not include band 20. Otherwise, I get it as an RB13 Ultra. Yeah. So I guess in the UK, I guess you need band 20 if you're going to be on. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I'm assuming it's working fine for both LaShawn and Gigi. So I don't know what is going on. The only thing is, is it worked at the store and I left and I even was running around in some errands for like for two hours. Mm. It seemed like I was getting calls. Everything was like, I was like, Oh man, this is actually working. I'm like excited. I'm like, okay, cool. This is, this is pretty sweet. I can't wait. And then like I, said, then I didn't make any calls. I was just setting up the phone. I was just using it at home. I wasn't receiving texts. I wasn't making calls. I was just kind of hanging out at the house. And so my daughter called at like eight o'clock and said, Hey, I, it went right to voicemail again. So I tried to make a phone outbound and nothing. So I was like,
1: mm. Oh, so, so frustrating. We'll
0: yeah, we'll see. So I'll, I'll reach out to you.
1: Uh, uh, I've got to read this out. Um, Barnick Scoop a great uh, com- uh, comment there about Spurs being very Spursy today. <laughs> they lost 6 1 against Newcastle. It was fantastic.
2: Oh, really, wow. really
1: enjoyed it um very very much enjoyed it being spurs an Arsenal awesome fan
0: spurs having the spursiest match ever
1: yeah <laughs> uh it was um i, I couldn't believe my eyes I, I looked on my phone got an alert like um notification i was like oh shit wow it was yeah. only 21 minutes in and they'd already like i think four nil down
0: <laughs> wow well like, wow yeah, I didn't get didn't waste any time getting to the ass kicking. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, three nil down after ten minutes. As Scoop says, jeez, fantastic.
0: It's like almost like how uh, playing it on Xbox or something, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, brilliant!
0: Anyway, yeah, so a lot of a lot of talk about the Pixel Fold.
1: Um, yeah, like the, the talk about the bezels. I, I don't think I don't mind the look of it. To be honest myself, I don't
0: understand that, this again. The, the bezel thing is kind of like the. Uh, the os update thing
1: yeah I, people I, just like uh, to yeah, moan I mean, about shit
0: like, god it's i mean it's not bezelless. i mean it's like come on no. I mean, do those bezels is it really that bad and if you're that kind of person then okay well then don't get it go get a uh you know go get a, a full five when it comes out if you really want to do that if you want to go that route but it's just like
1: yeah people just
0: I swear, man, you could you can hand some of these people a bar of gold, and they'll just piss and moan. They gotta carry this big, heavy fucking. But oh, this,
1: this too heavy. <laughs> you gotta
0: carry this fucking thing everywhere. This is bullshit, man. It's like, I mean, whatever. They're always looking for something, right? So, um,
1: yeah. Thanks, it's, Gigi. My daughter made this hat.
0: Yeah, you had it on last week. So yeah, might, uh, she said she might, likes yeah, it. Yeah, she might. Yeah, So I'm saying You might have to wear it always.
1: Yeah, I think it's become a permanent fixture now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> People after the Spurs are just punching downwards. Yay for Saint Tottenham's day, though.
1: Yep, yep. So, yeah. What? Well, I you know, know. So what? Do you want me to explain what that is? Yeah, because I, I
0: have no idea what that means.
1: So that's when um, Arsenal can't be caught by Tottenham. So that's like Saint Tottenham's day.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, yeah. We're, we're, so they're they're, they're not officially catching us.
0: out, or they're officially so far behind that they pay, no matter if they won every game, it's just, game, just Arsenal an Arsenal, it's just
1: game. an Arsenal Tottenham thing, right? So it's to the point where they can't catch us up, they can't go above us, right? So even if
0: Arsenal lost every game and they won every match, they still
1: yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it's okay, done. So that,
0: the point in the season that happens is that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. How the hell is any American going to know that unless you're a rabid, rabid soccer?
1: Fan Come on, man, you need do, do your research.
0: Or, <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs>
1: You should know yeah. everything about the Arsenal. Well
0: what cracks me up too is the fact that um now for some reason you're like all you're doing is sending me baseball clips.
1: Oh yeah, because oh, I get I get them through and they're they're pretty awesome. That, that catch was amazing. Yeah. The the, uh, the batter actually says like, did you catch that?
0: The guy's like,
1: Yeah, I caught it. Yeah, I caught it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: so that was pretty awesome I, I had to share it yeah
0: yeah i've it, seen a couple of those like right back at the front right of the box right that and mm. the picture just happens to have his glove there I he's just reaction to it and he's like ah it just happens to yeah the like a
1: natural reaction isn't it yeah yeah i mean it was that must insane. hurt a bit
0: <laughs> well no if it depends if it hits in the webbing of the glove yeah it doesn't hurt at all because your fingers aren't there yeah, if, yeah. If it hits in the palm yeah that can sting a bit that, that gets a little that, that can be a little painful but uh yeah. So I'm supposed to catch it in the palm, we're supposed to catch it in the middle. That's up the top.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. But
0: anyway, yeah. So uh
1: the technicals of baseball.
0: The technicals. The technicals. <laughs> yeah. So technical. So I don't know. I, I don't think the bezels are bad. I am I'm, I'm eighteen hundred bucks though, if I'm gonna buy that off contract, It'll, even if I have yeah. some trade-ins, mm, that's gonna that's gonna sting a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure I'll, I can afford to do that. I'm afraid I'd like well, to, but
0: depends on. I mean, I'm, I haven't heard any care I'm sure that carriers will carry the phone. I'm assuming that mm. you know, T-Mobile they carry the Pixel, so I'm assuming it'll be available in to be. You know, you can do an upgrade or whatever with the, the full.
1: There'd thing. be a good freebie with it as well, no doubt.
0: <sighs> well, yeah, you get the watch.
1: Is that as easy confirmed?
0: I don't know. Tell you what, keep the watch and make it $14.99. That's what I'd
1: say. Mm yeah keep watch. keep but your keep bloody watch, watch.
0: <laughs> right how about this we'll give you 17.99 in the watch or we'll do 14.99 and forget the watch i'll go i'll take 14.99 forget the watch and i'll throw a couple of I'll throw a phone or two on there and see if i can get it if i can get it sub 1000 I'll, I'll swing on it um, yeah so I, it just but the thing is says
1: that, sam you know you probably will in about three months four months after launch <laughs> so get it then oh yeah i'll wait because that oh, bad boy but, would drop I well, think.
0: also, you're going to see, no matter, no matter what, even if this device comes out and really hits hits the ground running is really solid, people are going to shit on it. I'm just mm. waiting for it already, because they're already nitpicking the bezels, still got the or 2. I'm like, come on, man.
1: It's like... <laughs> huh.
0: Jesus. Yeah, man. it's I mean, going to
1: happen, like, isn't it? It's a...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen, because... No, I understand skepticism. I understand being worried because it's a first-gen product. I, I totally get all that. Trust me. I've been down that road with the, with the Duo, right? So I and Duo too. I know how that works. And I realized I remember the first Fold, right, was pretty was pretty shaky, right? Barry's so, got his,
1: his trade-in's ready.
0: Right. Now he's got trade-ins. See, I don't have trade-ins. trade-ins too, yeah. I've, <laughs>
1: got,
0: I've got the Duo, which is not going to get me much. I've got the Moto, which might be 200 bucks. So, I mean, I would I, sell
1: this hat, but it's priceless.
0: Yeah, you can't sell the hat. you got to explain no. to your daughter you sold the hat for a pixel full.
1: That's no, true. yeah. Yeah, she'll hate me.
0: Yep, Jimmy's in the chat. Hey, Jimmy, and remember, stay hydrated. I agree.
1: Oh, look, Jimmy, be proud of me today. I'm actually drinking water, H2O.
0: Yeah, and I don't – I have a, just a – it's like a, a – oh, well, we call it – It's like balls.
1: diarrhea in a glass.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> Iced tea.
1: Iced tea. ice, ice, baby.
0: All right. So we have Patar incoming <laughs> here in a few minutes.
1: We have our guest.
0: Our guest. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull him in. As soon as he shows up, I'm gonna pull him in and we're gonna we're gonna get cracking. So
1: get cracker lacking.
0: So but yeah, I mean so yeah, I'm just drinking uh, actually it's the half tea, half lemonade, so we are it's called an orange Oh, Okay.
1: Lemonade. I don't oh, nice. know they call it
0: in the UK. Do they call it that too? Do they even have that available?
1: Um no. No, oh, but um okay. we do stick many things with lemonade, so
0: it's just iced tea and lemonade mixed half and a
1: half. And stick some ice cream in it. Oh. Do you love ice cream?
0: <laughs> I do not. I do not <laughs> love ice cream. I don't even eat the stuff.
1: I know, so. I know you don't. That's what I said. Yeah. It. Have you yeah, seen an no. ice cream float though? It's weird. I've yeah, never been into it.
0: Um. Yeah. I my wife makes them all the time. And root beer. Yeah. But you have to use root beer for that.
1: No cream soda. We use. Oh, cream
0: mm. soda. Yeah, you can do a cream yeah. soda. But uh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and oh, it's in the UK. It's called a snake bite. Okay. Snake
1: bite. Uh, snake bites when you put um, um, um maybe I'm wrong, but I, I thought it was when you put beer and um, cider together with a bit of blackcurrant. I mean,
0: that's what yeah, I thought. He use, yeah, he root, yeah, He can use root beer. Uh, I thought it's that's what beer
1: snake beer bite was when you put beer and cider together with blackcurrant in it.
0: Oh, maybe. Well, you know, here's the thing. Mm. You know, uh, um. I, I, I've learned very quickly that depending, you don't have to go very far in the UK to find out what a a barm, the barm, the yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's different. Like every city is a different. They all call it a, a...
1: yeah. So, Apparently, different snake bites. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe
0: this, is, maybe that's just enough. Yeah, but I agree with Letty. I, that's right. I just don't see my wife use cream soda a lot. Um, but yeah, you, a lot of people do. But she's heard she of,
1: of um, have you heard of turbo shandy. You know what a shandy is, right? yeah I think so. that's it's when you have beer. like beer with lemonade yeah. yeah but turbo one is you know smyrna ice. Yeah. use that instead of lemonade oh god <laughs>
0: that sounds terrible <laughs> yeah so, so Simon says yeah uh, so he says it's cider and beer so maybe depending on where you are yeah simon's
1: it's, with me on that one Yeah. yeah
0: maybe it depends on where you are maybe that's a regional thing or maybe that's – <laughs> I don't know. I never heard of it. I'm just saying it's really good. It's, uh, in the United States, they're called an Arnold Palmer after the golfer because he was supposed to be the first one that did it when he was out golfing. golf, and he would put have a jug of tea, lemonade, put it together, and walk out with it. So okay. just, go with it. Yeah. just go with it. He just wants to go with it. <laughs> just, don't you know, too let deep. It, just just <laughs> let it happen. Just let it happen. Just let it go. So, oh, what there he is. All right. Charles in the chat. There he is. Hello. Fresh from his trip. Yes. How are you doing, sir?
2: Yeah, not bad, thank you. I just got back from Wales.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, then we got right. good time? I, was like, I don't know where he's coming yeah. from. And he said Wales, but I wasn't sure, so I don't know.
2: You got family yeah, no, there or no. Nah, no, nah, We went to see like some waterfalls and stuff and just have like a general day out.
1: Oh, okay. It's beautiful, beautiful country. So yeah. Makes sense. Oh,
0: that's right. I forgot it's not it's a different country. I forgot that, right?
2: Well, yeah, the target trade. Three hours each way ain't so bad to go see a new country. No, I
1: don't know.
0: I mean, not bad. Okay, yeah, I forgot. Like Wales. Okay, yeah, I got it. I'm sorry. I, I forgot for a second. Like, well, now it's a whole different. Yeah, it's a whole different country. They got a whole different yeah. flag and all that stuff. So how? So I've never. So is that some place you guys go often, or is that for, you know? Has it been a while? Like you go. Right
2: uh, it's been a little while. It's been a little while. We've been up there to go up places like uh, Penny Fan, kind of like a mountain, I guess um go do some hiking and stuff once in a while um take the dogs try and kill them at least that's what i tell them my girlfriend wants to do to them um (laughs) myself included today but um yeah no it's like a place of natural beauty really um yeah definitely i'll tell you what i don't go to wales for the cuisine
0: (laughs) oh the food's a little okay yeah i didn't know (laughs) well i mean do they they have is so I guess it's just welsh cuisine is not very good or is it just and, do, and they do. Do you have places where you can kind of go? Well, I can get regular,
2: non Welsh. It's, it's, it's like nothing I can't get here. <laughs> oh, okay, you're
0: just like, oh. just eat up, eat up, lady. Before we get here, because <laughs> if it's a day trip, just eat before we leave, and just wait till we get home. We'll stop at the roadside. Basically, <laughs> cool. So let's let's get into it. So what? Uh, so I want to talk about uh, the the YouTube channel. Like what happened, and like how yeah. that thought process goes and what, what you had to experience and kind of just want to pick your brain about that if you could kind of elaborate I'm, I'm in my, yeah it was that
1: like more than mildly curious to uh,
0: what's
1: going on let's, let's start let's start off with like so he was Petar had a channel direct tech for if for anyone who don't know most people do know though and what what um how many subs did you have before you
2: 1500
1: 1500 so you, you had quite a lot i had quite a lot of subs and so what what sort of what happened what made you quit
2: uh basically it's just kind of like so i got monetized last august uh and it started off initially quite well and Mm -hmm. you know i think for a lot of people that don't do youtube they're really not aware of how much money it costs to run a channel Mm -hmm. like you're looking at 40 or 50 pound a month minimum for like various subscriptions to help you run your channel okay and, you know, you sustain that for a year, you buy the equipment, uh, lights, camera, software, a MacBook to edit on, you're already like two, three thousand pounds deep, you know. I need to get a return on that. Um, and it's, you know, on top of doing like your normal day job, trying to do stuff, with your got yep. personal life, trying to maintain a channel on top of it is a burden, like it can be a burden. You know, there are times that you think to yourself, like, F this, I'd rather be doing something else, but you've committed to the channel. So you need to pump out the content, you know, to keep the channel in the algo, keep your, keep your viewers current and stuff like that. And I said to myself, like, when I get monetized, I need to see an adequate return to make me feel incentivized, A, to continue, mm-hmm. and B, so that it at least covers the running costs. Mm. You know, so it's not coming out of my pocket anymore now obviously between you know last august and where we are today in 2023 a lot's happened in the world um
0: yeah
2: like you know joe you you live in the uk i mean energy prices and stuff are ridiculous yeah and um, the, the cost of day-to-day life and now i'm kind of weighing up against what i spend every month on the channel is working out to like at least a week's worth of gas on my meter
1: yeah
2: and, and things like that now it's not all money related but so let me go back to the monetization. Um it started off initially quite well and then it just started to slope off. And then around November, December last year, it goes down to between 20 to 30 pounds a month, and it just never recovered. Like it just never recovered. But what was really bizarre was my CPM would be in the 30 pound range, right? 28 to be exact, yeah. But my RPM, so for those of you who don't know, CPM is cost per milli. That's how much YouTube charges people. To show an advert on my channel for every thousand views. Okay. RPM is what you make, that's what you okay. get. My RPM was four pounds. Now, oh. YouTube constantly tell you, oh, it's a 55 45 split with 55% going to the creator. And when I actually sat down and went back through my um, monetization history within YouTube Studio, very, very, very rarely got 55%, right? Yeah, that's a bit of a mistake, isn't it? But, so I go to YouTube and I'm like, here's my metrics. Why am I not getting 55%? And I actually asked them on two, if not three occasions, I'm pretty sure it's three occasions. Why am I not getting 55%? Oh, but you don't have this metric. And so then all of a sudden, there's 101 excuses why you're not getting the full 55%, right? Now... I like to think I'm not A, a mug and B, I'm not stupid. Okay, I, I'm old enough at 29 years old to know when someone's pulling a wool over my eyes, yeah? Right. um, It's been, what, two and a half years since I've had this channel, and it works out that I'm doing all the work in my own time at my own expense, right. and the only person making any fucking money is YouTube. <laughs> right. You are, already, you're, you are already making money pre my 1K subs, for, and God knows how much you made, because I had some very successful videos. You know, I had mm. some really, really good evergreen content, which was yeah. pulling in good views. I was averaging 2,500 to 3,000 views per 48 hours. Nice. Okay. And out of that, I'm getting four pounds per 1,000. And it worked out somehow, I'm still getting, you know, 22 pound a month.
1: Right. It's madness, isn't it? So that just puts it into perspective, like, what you need to do to get decent money.
0: So he said, yeah it says four rp four pound rpm that's crazy. that's that like, i don't i don't know a lot of the the metrics behind it that's why i'm i'm curious because i don't know i didn't you know I, now when you're talking about that money that outlay every month that's is that through youtube or is that other stuff outside of youtube like so the things like
2: canva epidemic music um, not to mention things like I've probably spent 50 to 100 pounds on like plugins for Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro cost me 300 pounds. My MacBook um, cost me 1500 pounds with my uh, military discount. Um, I mean, it's just constant, you know, and you're always trying to upgrade your setting. I mean, the desk that my MacBook is sitting on right now that was 100 pounds. If I actually sat down, went back through YouTube, YouTube, uh, through my Amazon, all the things that I bought, just for like the actual setting of where I'm operating. I mean, the whiteboard back there, that was £40. Pounds. Just just oh, me, oh, know, up, all doesn't it? A... Right. Yeah, yeah. It, seriously, it's a, it's a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, getting a camera for £700, pounds, a lens for £160, pounds, uh, getting devices back and forth, you know, uh, cases in and sometimes you forget to send them or you don't get a review unit, uh, send it back so you get it off Amazon, you forget mm-hmm. to send it. That gets charged to you now, you know. Um right okay no, it's
1: not just money so, as well it's, it's time is precious as well like the editing yeah. takes a long time making oh, yeah, the videos so, everything yeah. takes a long time
2: Joe, joe's perfectly kind of segue segue there into the next part so i don't know how many of you guys know um mike who used to run tech 702 he now runs mike Diesel in motion like a mm-hmm. automotive channel yes. okay so for reference right mike had a channel i think for like eight to nine weeks a new automotive channel he got 2,000 subs in that time and a $250 per month um, uh, sponsorship. Yeah. And hats off to Mike. Absolutely love the guy. Um, but then it kind of puts into perspective for me, like I've been doing this for two and a half years. I'm at 1500 subs, you know, and I've constantly battling with brands to get anything out of them. I'm even getting emails like, why should we work with you? You fucking contacted me you fucking tell me, right? Right, they reached out to you, right? Clearly, it's saw value or something. They're, yeah. you know, or they're wasting my time not replying, you know, because I have to sit down for like, sometimes like a half hour to go through emails. Uh, look up if they're genuine, if I want to work with them, I have to check out their SEO. Again, it takes time. Okay, time I'm not being paid for. And then there's things like, oh, we, we want to work with you, but we're only willing to give you affiliate. Right. And unless your SEO is incredible and you're like a really popular brand, like, say, Pataka, OK, doing affiliate with you is not all that worth it. And I, what I found, at least in my case, uh, I'm sure for people like technically, T, it's a completely different, um, c- completely different ball game. But for a channel of my size at 1,500 subs with the reach I have within YouTube and their algorithm, I practically made all of my money on affiliate for about two months and it completely dies off,
0: Hmm.
2: you know? So you're making a very short burst of money, which by the way, took me months to get paid out. Um, But long story short, I got really tired of having to battle with brands going back and forth saying like, no, I want 200, 300 pounds for a video because I have X amount on Instagram, X amount on TikTok, X amount on YouTube, uh, X amount of followers on Twitter, not to mention the time it takes me to create a reel for you, create a TikTok for you, create a, a, a review for you and do all these things. You're paying for my reach and you know my audience and my time and my equipment. Mm-hmm the wear on my equipment. Same like If you're a taxi, essentially part of the fee is you're you're paying for the wear on someone's car. Mm. Right? So why do you think sending me a free case that I can order off Amazon, review it, and send it back is doing me a favor? Right. It it doesn't sound like there's a lot of
0: incentive or return on investment for your time and energy. It just seems like... And it's not sustainable. Mm. It's like, okay, I get this little burst of like 50 quid and then that's it. It's like... Basically. Yeah it, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a sustainable model for, for getting off the ground, maybe it's, it's, as you get the ball rolling. I mean, and...
2: I I generated for Pitaka something in the region of three to $4,000 in sales. I got something like $186, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the time you convert great. all of that, it takes the time to get it paid. It took like three months to get the money.
1: Yeah. So I think it sounds like to me as well, Petr, like You that when, when you started the channel, you probably enjoyed it
2: Oh, yeah, I mean... And the
1: enjoyment just died, I'm guessing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, everybody goes through it. You know, initially you start, I mean, it's exciting, you're getting views mm. and stuff. And one thing to the last day that I did always enjoy was engaging with viewers, answering the questions in the comments. The good yeah. ones anyway, not the stupid ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> that w- that was always fun. It's always nice to help people, okay? um and one thing i found out as well doing youtube even having 1500 subs was just how much doesn't matter how small or big your channel is um you can genuinely impact someone's purchasing decision
1: oh big time yeah
2: Uh, which i thought was a insane but b quite cool at the same time like damn Mm -hmm. i've actually made that impact on somebody's purchasing decision whether it was a 40 pound product or a thousand pound product um but as time goes on you know and you realize it's not a hobby. people say it's a hobby it's not let's be clear it's a business right mm. and you are as much as you are a content creator you're also a business owner let's let's phrase it that way okay how long are you going to run that business that i lost for
0: yeah not, exactly. not long depending on how much
2: you will have in the bank and how much you want to just basically keep eating i mean, eating it every month <laughs> yeah i mean yeah so, you know, you're, let's call the content uh the brands suppliers your suppliers are constantly trying to screw you they're not trying to give you a fair deal you know people in other niches who are getting a way fairer deal without having to fight for it right yeah you know? and, that, and yeah i was
0: gonna i was gonna ask do you think it's because it's the tech space where that is a little bit more there's a little bit more Unevenness, uh, as opposed to if you're doing like any other kind of niche, right? If you're doing automotive stuff, or you're doing food, or I, doing anything else, that
2: that seems to be more of an equal playing field when it comes to brands. I genuinely think the tech niche is probably one of the ones trying hardest to screw the content creator. Okay. And I've spoken to people with anything mm-hmm. up to ninety thousand subs who have generated four hundred thousand dollars in sales for a very large mobile brand. You, you know, actually I'm going to name them Samsung okay, this content creator has generated $400,000 in uh, displays, uh, sales of displays for Samsung, they still refuse to pay him or send them a review unit weird do, wow. you, do you kind of see wow. what I'm getting at so yeah. over time I'm getting drips of information and you kind of like a puzzle you start putting a picture together Right. And you're talking to larger content creators, smaller content creators, what's going on with them? And it's just, you know, it just gets to a point where I'm sat here and I'm like, why the fuck am I bothering?
1: Yeah. Right. Do you think a lot of people are moving platform because of this, or is it the same with other platforms?
2: Frankly, something that I considered, and I don't know how many people in the audience really know about Rumble. Um, I considered moving the channel over to Rumble, or at least mm. doubling up on Rumble. I didn't really give it a chance. A lot of people told me it's not that mature yet and stuff like that. I could have, you know, gone and found out about it. But I think YouTube as a platform, because it's such a monopoly, Mm. it doesn't really give uh, creators a fair shake necessarily. And one thing that, you know, I think never gets said out loud, but if we think about it in a genuine way, and this has been, I think proven before, is A, brands pay to make sure larger content creators get the views for their products, right? Yep. And B, right. we are in an economic recession. I do keep a, a, a very good thumb uh, on the pulse of current economic affairs globally. Spending is down, advertisers are spending a lot less money with YouTube, okay? And the way mm-hmm. I see it is, it seems to be speaking from British and American content creators that YouTube is prioritizing keeping AdSense high in the US whilst lowering it elsewhere. And I really wouldn't put it past YouTube because do you remember at the end of the day, they are a business. They're all about making money. They've got shareholders and whatnot to report to, CEOs trying to get a bonus. If, you know, if they can skew things in such a way that let's say Marquez uh, or... now I'm not picking these people for any specific reason they're just big channels that come to mind let's say I just need marquez andrew edwards flipping john rettinger just a couple of examples let's say those channels have a really high retention lots of views and advertisers pay higher to be on their channel views are falling if you're youtube and you're on their end server end and you can see youtube's are falling the views that you still have You're going to try and skew in search to go towards them because advertisers pay more Mm -hmm. and they have better retention. What happens in the end, smaller channels suffer. I'm very confident that somewhere along the line, YouTube is probably hurting financially from losing business and they're probably pushing it towards larger channels. So that's something else that crossed my mind. Well, yeah, I
0: mean... a lot of people would probably make the argument, you know, and it's really probably not a tinfoil hat kind of thing, that that the system is rigged, not rigged necessarily negatively, but it's used that way because it makes it makes sense from a business. I mean, think about it. If you were a business CEO, point of view. Yeah. what would you do? Would you again you would you wouldn't take a loss, you would try to maximize, especially if you're having downturns, if you're looking at your, your bottom line, you're looking at your sheets and you don't have employees, right? You can't really Get rid of that labor cost right because in most, most traditional companies that's the exactly. first attack vector right that's the first stabilizer is labor because you can get rid of that easy right but it's everything else but youtube doesn't have that so what are they going to do if you're running youtube well, you shift it all and, and monetize and make it that way the way you're describing which
2: is unfortunate
0: it's it's not fair and to-
2: if you know for youtube uh, for content creators i would expect you if you're in the chat to keep a kind of a pulse on what goes on between Rumble and YouTube. Rumble is like an up and coming um, competitive platform, very similar to YouTube in a sense, Okay, You search for the content you want. They're trying very hard to get market share from YouTube. They've already got people like Russell Brand, uh, Stephen Crowder, and now Matt Walsh exclusively on there. Mm -hmm. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people on YouTube to go and watch political commentary. Right. Which is something that YouTube does heavily censor in a heavily left leaning sense, which has in turn pissed those content creators off who taken their business elsewhere.
0: Well like, and some of those people have just been outright banned, so they don't really have a choice. It's not like they have a choice. They're yeah, like if they well, yeah. platform for whatever reason, and that's so they don't exactly they have nowhere else to go. It's not like they're just going, well, I could choose to be on YouTube. I'm going to leverage Rumble. It's like, oh, I'm, that door is closed. And they basically shut the door and then blew
2: the fucking building up. And competition's good,
1: though, right? Competition is Competition good. That's what YouTube is. good,
2: And I think it's something that YouTube needs. And time, one thing yeah. that's always been a common complaint with YouTube and something I can attest to myself is their support is fucking shit. Their support is shit. Yeah, I've never had – I think this is
0: – I hear these stories, and this is probably the reason why I don't want to do a YouTube channel, like a proper, like, making content. a <laughs> video once in a while and stay – I just want to stay in my podcast lane and be a shitty half-ass podcast gets 50 subs and people. Have a group of folks, and if it grows, great. If it doesn't, I just love the
2: people that I engage with. Yeah, yeah. So. so, I mean, my first visible. thing is <laughs> – So, I mean, the first thing is obviously finance. Um, you know, making 20 to 30 pounds a month in AdSense isn't going to cut it. Um, obviously having to constantly deal with brands trying to argue why they should pay for a video yada 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 and stuff like that I'm tired of having to argue with you you know Uh, and they're asking for a lot I mean um, I'm in a group chat with some content creators here in the UK and they all all collectively share uh, the emails we get from brands asking for stupid stuff Mm. (laughs) and like companies are asking for like we want access to your channel, like a studio. Wow! We want, really? We want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, oh, we want. We want access idea. to where we post it, how we post it, how we edit it. They just basically want like the whole fucking cake.
1: Not invasive yeah. at all. Yeah, here's the password to my you, channel.
2: Some of some of the emails I've seen like blow your mind. Um, they're not for wow. me to share. So I'm not going to share names and. Yeah, stuff yeah. Like of that. course,
1: of course, not. No, but um, it's um, interesting.
2: It's wild, and they're like, and we'll give you 5% affiliate because we're generous. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Take your 5% and shove it up your ass.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, that just, I mean, it's, yeah, so I I mean, I knew there was more to it, and I and I guess I and I watch other people, and then you've got the situation where I saw somebody, a bunch of people, I don't know who the, the creator, which really wasn't a creator, sounds like he was a, stealing content, but somebody was going there and stealing content. Oh, yeah. I've saying a lot
1: of, this. I'm yeah, a lot of like, this. and it was
0: like four or five people said, "Yeah, and hey, there's my videos are on there too." It's like, well, I mean, hell, if you're gonna if you're gonna go ahead and rip off content, you might as well go for big air and steal a bunch of shit. At least you're. <laughs> you know <time>. what? The <laughs> only
2: thing I, the only thing I would say is a lot of those content creators he ripped off have a very fair argument to have him copyright struck, but mm-hmm. they won't. And I think if you're a channel with half a million subscribers and you're nicking that many people's stuff, now he emailed. Me, uh, let me start. Actually, no, that's not true. I DM'd him to tell him he's a piece of shit. Okay, because <laughs> I'm I'm vocal and I just don't give a fuck. I'm not doing. Is direct <laughs> Right. I'm not, I'm not doing content creation anymore. What are you gonna do? Not send me a review, review unit? Kiss my ass. Right. Um. So I sent him, any, you know, a DM to say you're a, you're a piece of shit. Um, I've done YouTube. Stop stealing people's stuff. Oh, you know, it's not me um i hired a cheap editor and i didn't check his work so you mean to tell me you have half a million subscribers but you don't check his fucking edits before you upload it on your channel wow no come come on now
0: come on yeah i don't know he's half a million that was what blew me away it was the half a million i was like what this wasn't just like a low end, less than fifteen. This is a pretty,
2: what I would consider a super large channel, half a million. Times yeah. Large and do you know what? For people like, say, let's say Alex G Tech, okay, I don't know him that well, but I can tell from the fact that he rents a dedicated office space for a start. With the equipment I've seen him posting and using, his stuff is not cheap.
1: No. And I've seen no. the
2: guys edit. I've seen the guys work he's very good at what he does he's very professional and uses some very expensive equipment i think for a lot of people out there they wouldn't really understand why you would be so pissed but some of these shots like getting the you know the time to take them taking them over like a hundred times trying to get it just right because when you're a content creator you're like it's never good enough yeah it's never good enough yeah so then have somebody rip your work off and they're getting paid for the equipment that you use, the time, the editing, everything, you know, let's say you've applied some LUTs in Final Cut Pro and stuff like that. It's a piss take. It's a piss take. And he should 100% get copyright struck into fucking oblivion. Yeah,
1: he well, should I, really. I guess
0: my question is, is <laughs> maybe I'm, this? I guess this shows my gullibility or stupidity. It's like, do people actually think they can pull that off for that long? Especially, in, I, mean, I mean, especially as, and now, maybe if you've got 1500 or a 1, thousand subs and nobody, you know what I mean? That, that visibility, you could probably snake that under the radar because nobody's paying attention. But if you've got half a million subs, you have to figure that if you're stealing pretty decent content, that content creator may be watching your channel and go, well, I know this video. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how long do you think you really pull that off? And I guess the question is if he didn't do that intentionally, right? We have to assume that if you let's. Face value. Let's say his editor did decide to go rogue and do a bunch of shit like that.
1: And he's put it right, though.
0: But that would have been the argument. It would have just been, oh, my editor did it, and find a guy and throw him under the bus. And right, It would have been, hey, public apology, hey, I did not scan content. I did not clear content. I just let it rip. I had this dude I thought I could trust, and he basically went rogue on me. Now, you would say that's a very bad business model, but I know a lot of managers, a lot of companies that have no idea what some of their subordinates are doing on a daily basis. And there are some of the best leaders in organizations, right? So I can see how that can happen, but you would want to have a lot, you want to make sure everything go out the door with your name on it, that your brand is screened, vetted,
2: and controlled. You don't want to just let somebody rip printing, them out there. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very personal. Everything mm. will be attributed to you directly. You are a face on a screen. And if he's not checking what goes in his channel, then he's an idiot. Okay, there is no way in hell I would ever give someone editorial control of my content without sitting down and watching it twice. At least. Mate, I used to edit like a 10 minute video and I would sit here and watch it at least twice. Just in case I I didn't like something, want to change something, add something, remove something. Maybe there's some audio that okay. got bled in there, you had like a, a ding-dong in the bell, a knock on the door, a cat making the noise, whatever. Anything Anything I've missed. Okay. So if you're doing that with half a million subscribers, you're reckless.
0: Mm.
2: You are It's reckless.
1: true. It's true. But well, you're definitely, you
2: and love. You're see, definitely see, lazy and you're gonna get
0: burned. Eventually it's gonna come and catch up to you. And now his channel mm-hmm. is essentially toast. I mean, really at that point, I mean I mean you maybe can recover with half a million, but I can I can tell you that. I mean, that kind of brand damage is not something you can probably recover from. So, well, I guess if you if you play lazy and play it cheap and, and, or even more, but, to, you know, to deliberately try to pull that off, you're you're going to large the lightning. You're going to get zapped, I guess, eventually. And,
1: yeah. You know, well, yeah.
2: It's it's that. <laughs> tough shit on you. One, one thing I will say as well, uh, another reason I quit the channel was I think a lot of people don't really understand not just the physical effort, it takes to run the channel to do the editing the ideas um you know going to the whiteboard and making a list of content sitting down on youtube and looking what your subscribers are looking at is it's a lot of mental energy Mm -hmm. it's a lot of mental energy you know i'd be at work and thinking about the channel
1: yeah checking
2: checking studio like it's constant like it's constant and just the same way you have a, a tank every day for physical energy it's the same thing i think with your mental energy and i mean it's very obvious that everyone's like i'm a bit of a fat bastard at the minute i've put quite a bit of weight on um oh. over the last two three years me
1: and you both mate like
2: uh, yeah yeah mate Fucking, I, all, I must all do, like, paid for
1: all paid up. for
2: <laughs> you know what i mean um i might have to hit victoria's secret soon but um <laughs> oh wow flipping Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this mean, gets, I mean, gets I mean, me I'm onto get this
1: gets me onto what I was going to say. What's next is it sounds like it's OnlyFans is next for you, but right. yeah, what's next that's for it, the well, especially tech. if
0: you're leveraging a you know opening up a kind of Victoria's <laughs> Secret or whatever you might. I'm you know just saying <laughs> um, it seems like the, that's where the content issues, so you might be right right in there. I mean,
1: might be the way to, right to go. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> what I was going to say is I just personally felt like I'm 29. I need to take better care of my health. I would Mm -hmm. rather expend that time on A, my relationship, uh, and B, my personal health, uh, making time for the gym uh, and stuff like that, and just kind of getting my act together with my diet uh, and things like that. Um, To answer your question, what's next for me? I'm so certain I'm done with tech content. And one thing for me as well, having been in in the tech community now is, it's kind of soured tech for me.
1: (laughs) You can say that again.
2: Like genuinely, for a I, lot of people. I, I absolutely, I genuinely don't like the fact that it basically propels you to have this constant need to upgrade. Like I was only doing accessory reviews, right? But mm-hmm. I still have to go and buy the product. I have an Apple Watch Ultra that's um eight hundred and fifty quid. An iPhone, you know, let's say even it's on contract, and let's say you don't have my 20% blue light discount, right? For veterans and and stuff like that. That's 90 pound a month, you know? I have to go get these bands, I have to do this and that. It just takes the fun out of it. You never Mm -hmm. really get time to enjoy it. And one thing since I've stepped back from tech is like, for example, uh, a good friend of mine, Michael from Michael's Tech Talk always calls me King Flip-Flop, right? Because (laughs) one month I'm using a Pixel, one month I'm using a Samsung, then I'm back to iPhone is you're always kind of mixed up in this conversation of, oh, but there's this really cool feature over here, like call screening or 10x Zoom on the S23 Ultra. And because you're constantly, you're getting it from both sides like this, you get FOMO Great. and mm-hmm. you're co- you're constantly, sorry, oh, I want to try this. I want to try that. I'm fed up with iOS, blah, blah, blah. Now that I'm like an average user again, I don't give a damn. I 100% don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. You know. I just I'm just using what works for me.
1: Yeah, which is That's what people it. should do anyway, really, but they get caught um, up in in everything.
2: Exactly. And I mean, the other thing is like two or three months ago, I was looking at getting a refurbished M1 Pro MacBook Pro for 1800 quid. Thank God I didn't get it because That would be 1800 quid i now need to pay off for a channel i'm no longer running or i would have or i would have felt burdened to continue it right you know that that money yeah you're again as a content creator it's not just the things that you you as the audience see like the ipads and the iphones and and the samsung galaxies there's there's cameras macbooks just all this stuff in the background that you're constantly upgrading which i'm sick of having to upgrade
1: yeah you know, oh.
2: and and the worst thing is, it's like for example, right now I'm using the original 2020 M1 MacBook Pro, right? It's a super capable device. To like it always edited my 4K absolutely perfectly, mm-hmm. and yet I still felt like I had to upgrade. I needed upgrade, to get yeah. something better. Right. Something better. There's nothing wrong with it. I could easily have used this for like another two years. Could have kept it going. Especially for me, like. All my footage was from uh, a Canon M50, which maxes out at 60 bits, and 10-bit, or sorry, 12-bit now, 4K from an iPhone. It absolutely rips through it. And yet, you still feel like you need to upgrade this stuff.
1: The thing is, the money you're saving, that could be a nice holiday for you and your missus, for example.
0: Well, I mean, look what you just did. You just went, instead of spending time editing a video, thinking about a video, you drove to Wales, you had a nice day. Yeah. And it was like... Good example.
1: And very yeah, good example you just, example. You can
0: just basically de- decompress and it's a lot better hitting the gym is great but if you're hitting the gym and you're still stressed out and you're still spinning and your mind's still working you're still in a bad place emotionally mentally i don't care how much gym you hit you're still going to have some issues so you got all those it's, things have to align and get
2: in a better frame, frame having a channel is stress honestly mm. like it doesn't matter how small or big you are they they get stressful mm-hmm. you know? yeah because Absolutely. you're even stressing about the fact that you're so large you have to continue and you have obligations or you're trying to grow, and that in of itself is stress. Why am I not getting the subscribers? Why is my um, my revenue crap? Why am I not getting the retention? What do I need to improve? What do I review next? What device do I get next? What's my content strategy? You know, will brands work with me? Then you constantly email them back and forth with them and stuff like that. I just can't be bothered. Can't Constant be bothered. disappointment. And, yeah, basically. And yeah. Um, once you're one thing for me was as well like i like to have an intelligent conversation okay quite often like when i look at let's say apple's made a decision about a product okay i look at it from the point of view of i'm not a fanboy first and foremost i'm looking at it as a reviewer or like a commentator within tech however you want to put it and i have to deliver that to an audience i'm i'm not trying to give you like a passionate point of view I'm trying to break it down for you. Like they are a business, a huge, enormous corporation. That makes insane sums of money. They operate on things like economy of scale, suppliers, bill of materials, and you. And I'm trying to spend time putting together arguments on uh, live streams. You know long thread tweets and stuff like that to give people a breakdown of why samsung is doing a certain something what it could mean for them why apple's doing a certain something and the economics of it all the finances the supplies just all these things that actually determine the outcome of a product because as much as a company a or company b wants to do something There's also the reality of, can they execute it? Or why didn't they execute it? Or why did they do it like this? Why do they do things how they do things? Mm. And you spend time going through articles, getting the the, the numbers, putting it all into good, you know, well-written tweets and stuff like that. And all you get back is, fuck you, you're a Samsung hater. It's it's, it's a shitty return. Yeah, it's
1: not nice. Yeah, the the fanboys out there there do ruin it, don't they? The fanboys, they're bad.
2: Exactly, exactly, and it's just hard to deal with them. I even got to a point where, like, I had Spigen fanboys in my comments abusing me because I said a a case was terrible.
1: a case speaking yeah. fans i, mean, I well, think not was speaking I, fanboys bloody hell <laughs>
2: yeah i
0: well first of all i didn't i didn't know there was such a, such a thing um i didn't know they had so many had people had like i know i'm a fan of cases right but i don't know if yeah. i am militant enough to basically say to, if you to say, abuse hey, you, you know, over it the speaking case didn't work for me i think it's not very good <laughs> da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden it's like feeling upset enough with that and go well fuck this guy I'm going to, I'm going to write a whole like paragraph full of how much he's a, a, a caseology shill. I, I don't know. Maybe I have a, I don't know. Maybe it's I have mad. a different, well, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't get down like that. Like, I can just, don't, no. like, if you have a disagreement or whatever and you can vehemently and you can say it's terrible. I, again, I'm a Chicago bears fan, right? I love <laughs> the bears and they're, they have not been a very good team in a long time. But I don't work for Hallis Hall. Like I'm not getting a check from the guy, right? So it really doesn't matter if they don't. If they go 0 17. Like it, it, it's going to be miserable. But I mean, people in the comments, fucking Bears ruined my life. Dad, nah, I was like, I was like, okay, well, it's it's a sports team, folks. I mean, calm down. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I mean, it'd be different if if they've won games and you got money from them, or they hey, if you don't, if they don't win eight games in a season, you got to pay your own house note. <laughs> okay, well then I get a little bit more pissed off, right? But if it's just, I don't understand. It. And I just don't understand how people can really get into that. And I can tell you, even if you were successful, that level of vitriol and hate and just shittery,
2: shittery, that's a word.
0: <laughs> it's wears just, just like, on. You can't have man. a
2: genuine I mean, conversation. Can't. Yeah, you just, can't have a genuine conversation. And another thing is as well, I genuinely feel like tech is plateaued right now. Not to say it won't move on in the future. Tech always moves on or we wouldn't be where we are we'd still have like IBM computers running on five megabytes that are the size of a fucking 44 ton <laughs> lorry, right. you know? But where we are right now as tech content creators, you know, like we're, we're maxed out with slab devices. Yes, folds have come on the scene and, and stuff like that. But the tech's not actually changing that much year on year. Mm, it's true. You know? And being actually involved in it is actually just rather boring right now for that's, that's how i feel anyway yeah no i've yeah. heard that well, i've heard I, I it from other people, people in that same yeah. thing now
0: are they willing to leave the space who knows but like i said a lot of, i think a lot of people have said you know just regular commentators have said that you know it's yeah. not enough innovation this it feels like we're kind of in a lull we've kind of hit kind of peak smartphone and peak tablet and peak you know there's going to be different stuff like that but um well, I mean, I just—it's I, kind of a shame, man, because I really did enjoy your channel. I really did like the takes, and oh, know, thank you. Were hot, and they were hot takes, and I kind of like that because if you're going to go, if you're going to go in, you might as well go all in, right? You, you might as well go, go both, both to the wall. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I and I can appreciate that because just like I said, at this day and age, it's and that's the problem too is we have lost the ability to really have a, a dialogue where you can be on both sides of some argument, yes, no, and agree to disagree, and still you can say, well, I'm not feeling that. I don't. I, you made a point. I don't see it, and we're just going to have to walk away, right? Instead of all the the stuff that backends that, I just don't like that. Generally, is is just and and so we just do our YouTube, you know. And and Lenny, like I said, he's awesome. We're on purposely Pixel YouTube channel, so that's where we live, and we appreciate his support. And hopefully, we're not making people like go. I can't. I I really wanted to watch this Pixel content, but these these Nomad Tech people drive me crazy. So I'm just going to go because <laughs> you guys are pissing me out. <laughs> So, again, and even with us, we don't really – we're not trying to really do anything, like, business-wise. We're not trying to leverage this in anything just other than – No, we business. just want to have even, fun. Even still, we have, like, what are we going to do? Who are we going to have on? And, you know, we still have to have those conversations. Yeah. They're not necessarily stressful, but there has to be a communication channel, so we're having to think about it during the week as we, you know, we talk and stuff. So even when it's really a hobby, which this is really what it is for us, it still requires some energy and thought. And if you're trying to leverage that into something else, I can't imagine that – most people wouldn't struggle. And I've seen a lot of creators um, voice those opinions, especially, you know, a couple of other people I've seen on Twitter and stuff have expressed the same things that you have, basically.
2: The way way I see it is, A, like I said earlier, how long are you going to run a business that I lost for? Yeah? Yeah. That's the first thing. The other thing is simply it's just draining. How long can you maintain it for without feeling like you're getting a decent return on it? I don't really buy into this fallacy of, oh, yeah, but it takes time. You have to stick with it. Stick with it because that whole fallacy of, oh, but it could take five or six years. Like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to sit here for 10 years, losing money, month on month, hoping and praying it happens?
1: It's not sustainable, yeah. is it?
0: It's
2: hard, it's hard to whilst, go that. yeah. Whilst the niche is, like, the amount of people getting involved is growing, Yeah you're seeing other tech content creators enter the space there's an ever-growing number of people doing tech reviews your competition is growing and growing and growing and it's harder and harder and harder to differentiate yourself like yeah it's it's a constant uphill battle and i've always thought of myself as a person who likes to think in very clear black and white terms like Mm. you know just cut the bullshit this is what it is this is where you're at that's the reality And I just took a step back and I looked at it and I thought this is kind of this is the environment I'm in. These are the settings I'm up against. Am I willing to keep pushing up uphill at my own cost? No, I'm not. That's it. You have to be cutthroat and just say enough is enough. Yeah. You know, I, I know of a content creator within this tech space who has been doing it for 10 years. And if I look at the size of his channel. For ten years of effort invested, and then I asked myself, in ten years, would I be happy with that return? I said to myself, no, I I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and 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 that's why at least, you know, you have to respect the fact that at least you looked at it from a business perspective, a mental health perspective, holistically, looked across all of it, and you said, look, this doesn't work for me, and I'm just going to walk away. And I think you're going to be. Um, happier with it, honestly. And yeah, a I shame think you to be it's, happier. It's it's um it's a shame because you hate to see people that you you don't like to listen to and enjoy your content kind of walk away. But then you gotta
2: realize that's just the way it goes, and you gotta respect I've that. I thought about I thought about carrying on with like written art- articles, like medium. I was gonna say to
1: you, I was gonna say to you, I think you should do that.
2: Do you know what? I've genuinely thought about it, and I kind of mm. look at how some other people that I communicate with who use medium kind of reach and stuff they get and I think about you know the where TikTok is at and let's say TikTok does disappear, yeah. What TikTok has done has instilled and reels as well. Now Instagram reels and shorts as well. Um they feed into what I'm gonna say. They've instilled a culture of very quick, fast gratification. Like mm. people barely read anymore. You know, I can't get people to read a tweet that's like seven or eight tweets long, like a thread. Right. which is quick because they're only 140 characters each. And I thought to myself, do I really want to be sitting here repeating the whole process of planning out an article? You know, I have a friend who's written for major newspapers like The Guardian uh, and stuff like that here in the UK. He's had published articles. You know, um, he's in journalism. And I was going to get him to check my articles. And I thought, is it worth the return? No. And and more on, to- more on top of that, it was a case of, do I actually care enough to write this anymore? No. Yeah. Mm. You know, tech's yeah. just not that interesting to me anymore.
1: Yeah, it's a shame. Well, Sam, you've got a shoot, Haven't your mate, which is a shame because I'm enjoying this convo. But
0: yeah, no, well, well we're going to have this convo again. We're going to continue this later yeah, because Patar's not just going to ditch out of space and then fucking go black and never talk to him again. That's not before him. we go. Well, you know, um,
2: he's
0: he, ain't giving, before he ain't we go, us. we're going to keep bugging him every couple of months or
1: so. Patar, so <laughs> you're very active on Twitter still. Um, shout out your Twitter.
2: Oh, it's just still Direct Tech, YT. Yeah. Um, you, you can always catch me talking shit on there, probably having a go at someone or something. Um, whether Everyone it's give this man whatever. a follow. <laughs> oh, cheers, and thank we, you. Uh, and we'll make sure we put it in the show notes as well so that way people can still No, thank it. you, man. I will still be doing, like, the odd tech commentary on, on my Twitter and stuff. Um yeah. But y- you won't see me doing, like, full-blown threads anymore unless something, like, seriously happens or maybe, like, this Apple VR headset. That's a big thing, so I'll probably say something about that
0: yeah I mean, i'm looking forward to see that I and mean, who knows i mean maybe it's the new thing and it's going to be a lot of commentary about it that's for gosh aren't sure i mean it's, yeah. it's a new thing. so for for that's it that's the show for this week and again we'll have Pitar on again at some point in the future we'll have another chat we'll kind of dig into that and we really appreciate you taking your time i know it's kind of a hectic day for you so thanks for coming on no no it's cool man right yeah, the,
2: the, the so on the show we really appreciate that man i know it's been a yeah thanks for opening up man no, that's okay. right. Honestly, um, and if you ever guys ever want me on um, for any topic, let me know. Um, I do enjoy chatting with you guys. I think it's a great show. Um, oh, thank always. you. Yeah, we appreciate. Always, it. I always, always enjoy it coming on.
0: All right, and that's it for the Novad Project for Sunday, uh, April twenty third. We're going to be on next week. I think we have uh, Darren. I think is coming
1: on next week, next yeah, week. Cool. Yeah, cool.
0: So, and then like I said, we'll have Patar on again. And thank you again for showing up and taking your time. We really appreciate it. Mate. That's right, mate. Thanks.
1: Just one all last thing from me. To... Nah www.extremeskins.co.uk Skin right. your shit.
0: Skin your shit. And for that, <laughs> for Joe and for Sam and for Tara, thanks, thanks for swinging by. Skin good your skin. shit. Good skins. Good Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Very good skins.
0: All right, folks. Take care. Love you. time. Thanks, boys. See you next week and be excellent to each other. Love be you
1: nice to each other, people. See you later, boys. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.